Hi there, welcome to Typical Books. I'm Lydia Peaver, and this is the podcast mirror of my YouTube show, Typical Books, where we talk about horror fiction. So, on with the show. Hi there, today on Typical Books, we're going to talk about Shadows and Tall Trees, Volume 8. It is a typical book. Brought to you by Undertow Publications and Michael Kelly. This particular collection in its eighth iteration, not its eighth year though, there was a big break in uh, some of the uh, publication of Shadows and Tall Trees, but it was always a spot where I felt, many, many other readers and fans and writers, that people could go to for some Canadian fiction and some worldwide fiction. So aside from maybe a best horror of the year or like those sorts of anthologies and on spec magazine and some magazines that really spread their wings uh, shadows and tall trees if you're looking for different diverse horror and something that is maybe a little quieter not a splatter by any means or overly gory it's a thinking man's horror so i i really recommend this for fans of the newer trend in horror. Now you may have heard me or other people that are fans of a more visceral horror decry this current trend of quiet horror or ask even is this horror when things are sort of into this this quiet horror, these uh, ambiguous endings, this sort of weird fiction, this speculative fiction or grimdark kind of milieu. And I've always, uh, not understood the term grimdark necessarily. It's kind of a new term for me, a new literary term. Although looking back at some of my previous publications, I do fit within that genre, but that is sort of where that sort of influence where a lot of these stories are living. Now, before I talk about specific stories or authors that really spoke to me in this collection, I'd like to say thank you. I hit 600 subscribers today, so super thank you to everyone who has subscribed and watched and people who have shared my videos amongst one another. Double thank you to those who have invited me on to different collaborative videos. I urge you to follow anyone that I follow or anyone that I've talked about uh, in other videos because there are some coming up in the next month or so, some really cool collab videos that you may see my face and the faces of many other horror booktubers in. So I don't want to give away too much because I don't think they've all been announced publicly anyway, but I've been super grateful lately to have been invited on those sort of jaunts. There is also a uh, announcement video coming up about a anthology that I was included in. So you'll hear more about that soon enough. So it's just a huge, uh, appreciation day for booktuber horror booktubers specifically in this neck of the woods. I'd also doubly urge you to um, pay forward some of my own thanks to some of the horror booktubers who I've definitely looked up to or just hitting around the same sort of numbers that I am like John at uh, Books of Blood and Merce at Harpies in the Trees, who is doing really, really well. Regina at uh, Regina's Haunted Library and Cameron Cheney, the book movie guy. Definitely check out some of those big and small channels and definitely pay forward every single subscriber that I have. I think if you're not subscribed to those channels, just go over there and click the subscribe button. Guaranteed, you'll find something that you enjoy in their content as well. So definitely, definitely check them out and double thank you all for checking out my stuff.
of course I've been doing some online experimentations and stuff like that, like Twitch and uh, TikTok and all that stuff. And I'm going to be bringing uh, some of the TikTok stuff once it's all done, because I'm doing an A to Z. So there's 26 little tiny, tiny videos that I'll string together into one piece. And then some of that experimentation will be over and I'll be doing a lot more writing. I got a royalty statement today for audiobooks, and I'm just so stoked that not only do I get a little bit back from creating these things. There's other people involved in the creation of those like D. Michael Hope, my amazing narrator for Pray Light Eve 1 and 2. So awesome and thank you. I'm just so pleased to have my work out there and have people appreciating it like they are. That's what makes things like anthologies so very important to me and I'm always kind of torn like should I talk about all of the stories? Should I talk about the ones I liked or didn't like? Or should I do a video on the ones I like? Same with a few novellas that I've read recently. Do I do one video with like five novellas or do I do little tiny videos on each of them? It's so tough, especially when I'd rather just stick to novels. But when a collection comes along that has such a great hodgepodge of work that is all sort of within this weird fiction, dark horror kind of spot, I really do want to talk about it. The standout stories, there's two in particular. Um, number one is, I almost skipped to this one and read it just because it's Steve Rasnick time and I really enjoy his work, Sleepwalking with Angels. Had I known what it was about, I probably would have skipped straight to it and read it first. But I did read Camera Obscura by C.M. Muller, a new author to me. I just like the idea. And I've had been lugging my camera out into the fields and haunted, well, abandoned places many times. So I really enjoyed the idea behind this story. And it was a great way to start this. Well, it didn't start. I started the collection with it because it's like more than halfway through the book. Um, but then I started from the beginning and read on through. And I've jumped into other anthologies before, like Stephen Graham Jones write a story in this. Okay, Chuck Palahniuk wrote a story in this. Okay, that's what's first in my mind. We've got some horror greats here. Uh, Brian Evanson, these are the names that I know of. Sam Estranzas, James Everington, and Kirsty Demeester, who's become very, very popular lately. And of course, Steve Rasnick Tem. And those are like the heavy hitters, so to speak alongside names that are new to me, Kay Cronister, Carly Holmes, and Allison Littlewood, Charles Wilkinson, K.L. Pereira, Kurt Favre, C.M. Muller, which I've already mentioned, M. Rickert, Rebecca Campbell, Steve Toast, V.H. Leslie, Neil Williamson, and Sean, or Shane, I'm not sure on the Gaelic there, but Sean Patrick Burney, and I really enjoyed his story in particular. There's another one, V.H. Leslie Lacunae, which is a great and very visually beautiful story and the idea behind it's very beautiful as well but it was one of those stories that make me feel like the bumpkin in the boardroom uh, those who really enjoy high drawer literary fiction will really find a home there but i found some of the verbiage that's going on in the story and it was just a little bit too highbrow for me but like i enjoyed the idea again sleepwalking with angels by steve rasnick tem i don't know if it's that uh, being someone who's happily mated, having that fear, that niggling fear of being without them at one point or having them be without me and seeing my father go through the loss of a mate. I mean, seeing that and put on the page so viscerally, I've written a story not similar at all, but about the loss of somebody who comes back in a way in my point. In this one, there's no return. 
but it's just such a walking nightmare. Sleepwalking with angels is probably the best term I've ever heard to describe that period of mourning where that person is just sort of in a limbo within your memory. The Fascist Has a Party was a very, very short story, so digestible, not for me at all. And I think it's very politically charged, which I always find them sort of out of place, that sort of story out of place in an anthology, especially with horror, where you're trying to experience a little escapism, perhaps. And on the flip side of The Fascist Has a Party, there was uh, Tattletale by Carly Holmes, another very, very short story. And um, these microfictions, drabbles, or, or whatever you want to call them, not quite flash, they're a little longer than that. But um, I always feel kind of awkward about them because I'll read them anyway and I'll give them all of the attention they're due. But I'm looking for a particular length in anthologies like this. But they work together really well. These very, very short pieces at the beginning and near the end of this collection that they do fit. Um, I, I enjoyed Tattletale. It's very poetic as well, which I'm not a huge fan of. But many who enjoy this new creativity coming in and where poetry in particular in horror is getting like a second wind or a revitalization, a renaissance, if you will, of like dark poetry. This is a very poetic story. So it's very cool that way. The Sound of the Sea Too Close by James Arrington was another story that I really enjoyed. I uh, enjoyed all the build-up and the idea. It reminded me quite a bit of this series, Marianne, that has been on Netflix that has mixed reviews. Some people have really enjoyed Marianne, I enjoyed it very much, but some people who I thought would enjoy it have panned it entirely. So it reminded me quite a bit of certain scenes in that that I enjoyed quite a lot. The end was, it felt like being dropped off a cliff, it didn't make it didn't fit. I wanted something else, I guess, but all the buildup was worth it. So it sort of, in a way, it didn't, didn't matter how it ended. I really enjoyed the story though, and the idea was just kind of beautiful. So all in all, a really tight collection of horror, a lot of new voices. You've got a few powerhouse authors in here, driving the bus as it were, but it's really the important part of a collection like this is the new voices. And I really enjoyed it very, very much for that. Um, as for new voices, I always recommend the Wicked Library Anthology. I also appear in that from last year. It is 13 Wicked Tales from the Wicked Library. And that is a great spot to get some new fiction. If you can't find all of the magazines or if there's not enough online magazines, new voices for you or things like Black Static Magazine, which is always a really great standby. A lot of these people have appeared in those pages as well. So that's it for today. Coming up, I'll have a review of Behind the Horror by Dr. Lee Meller, where I get to talk about horror movies and true crime, two of my favorite things in book form. I mean, wow, perfect. And probably before then, I'll be doing a really cool book tag that I was tagged by Merce at Harpies in the Trees. So thank you for that. Uh, the spoopy book tag. I think this is maybe the second or third time in my life I've said spoopy out loud. Uh, it's an awkward word and I do find, like she noted in her video, so definitely go over to her channel and check out her iteration of this particular tag where it belies its cuteness because the questions are quite meaty. So I'm going to have a lot of fun picking out some visceral crazy horror to go along with these questions. So thank you very much for watching. Double thank you very much for subscribing and make sure that you have an ooky spooky day.
If you are looking for something new to read, some insight or reviews of horror you have read, or even talk from a writer's perspective, I hope you enjoy this little show. Feel free to check out the YouTube version by searching Typical Books or visit me at lydiapever.ca. Thank you and have a dark, devious day.